My new book, The Craft Brewery Cookbook, is available now for pre-order online wherever you get your books. Packed with recipes and stories from some of the best breweries in the country, this cookbook has all of your beer and food pairing needs covered in fresh and inventive ways. Published by Princeton Architectural Press, it releases on May 10th. So pre-order now the Craft Brewery Cookbook wherever books are sold. Welcome to Drink Beer, Think Beer, the podcast that gets to the bottom of every pint. I'm John Hall. M. Souter has a new book out called Hooray for Craft Beer. And we're going to be talking about that, visual education, travel, and baseball. But first, a reminder to check out BeerEdge.com to sign up for the newsletter, to catch up with the Beer Edge podcast, and to check out our merch page, which is filled with This Week in Rauk Beer gear, as well as Defend Pilsner mugs. And we're able to bring you this show each week, thanks to the companies that want to support journalism in the beer space. And you can help us out too. Learn more by emailing sponsor at beeredge.com. And speaking of that, this episode is brought to you by Cigar City Brewing. Native to the Basque region of Spain, the game of Highlight involves players launching a ball from a curved mitt in an attempt to outsmart and outmaneuver their opponents on a court called a fronton. Native to Tampa, Florida, Highlight IPA is a bold, citrusy, and balanced India pale ale that involves six different hop varietals used generously in a 7.5% ABV beer. While the number of frontons in the brewery's home state has dropped since the sport's peak in the mid-1980s, Cigar City Brewing pays homage to the sport and the dedicated players and the patrons who keep this Florida tradition alive with its flagship ale. Look for notes of orange peel, clementine, and light caramel to share the story and sunshine of Florida with beer lovers across the globe. Highlight IPA. Learn more at CigarCityBrewing.com. M. Souter is a cartoonist and visual beer educator who delights readers daily on her website, Pints and Panels. She's worked in breweries and has been an advocate for good beer. This week, she has a new book out. It's her second, and it's called Hooray for Craft Beer, an illustrated guide to beer published by the Brewers Publications. It's available where books are sold, and you should go and buy a copy like right now. She takes us readers on a journey through beer history and styles and does so in an engaging way in a book that you can either read straight through or that you can pick up for just a few minutes here and there. And while the style of the book and her work might be whimsical, the material is serious and factually accurate. She works hard to make sure that what we're reading in the book not only serves entertainment purposes, but can also be used as a study guide or a learning tool. We'll talk about that, as well as her beer and life pairings, and then we'll meander around the beer world as we often do when we get together. But I started off by asking her about the book, specifically the title. Here's our conversation. I am so tickled by your new book. Thank you. <laughs> for, for, for a variety of reasons, for a variety of reasons. But the title alone, where it's just hooray for craft beer and it has an exclamation point in it, because I, I feel like my day to day when I'm talking to people in and around the beer space, there's sometimes excitement, but generally it's wary and frustration and just two years of a pandemic or competition and everything else. And there's not a lot of people that I talk to who are like, this is great. Everything is awesome. And then your book shows up and it's just 
reminding me that there is a lot to be excited about and there's a lot to celebrate and there's a there's there's a lot of cool stuff out there so that's my long-winded wind up to ask you what are you excited about like what makes you say hooray what makes you shout and you know do the the the, the happy dance when it comes to beer these days i there's just so much to enjoy well, you look at okay, well, the, narrow it down to a few things then. Okay. Yeah. Well then so there <laughs> there's there's um freedom of choice in beer. You know, you can walk into a brewery. There was uh, you know, there was what that IP, you know, that person on the internet over the weekend that was like, make more Pelsners and ever it like was trending. That guy got uh, like eighty thousand retweets or eighty thousand likes. It was uh, Andy Crouch called me up and she's like, how did, how did this yeah. guy break the, the viral code? It was wild. And everyone, yeah. and, but it was just like, so, and so um, I got reached out. For by those Sly. who don't know, it was just a yes. guy who was like, I'm tired of your 12 IPAs. It make is, me make a Pilsner. Me, yeah. Make yeah. me a Pilsner. And, and Hey, he's right. Yeah. Because, he's- and so, so I, you know, I was being interviewed by someone about it and they were, they were asking me like, why would someone say this? And it's, be- because there's things that aren't I'm, I'm i'm getting this is a whole roundabout way to talk about what i'm happy about and it's okay. the, the depth of choice that person is upset when they go to a brewery and they've got 10 double ipas on yeah that's not the that's there's no choice then but the beer encompasses so many different flavors alcohol strengths ingredients culture i mean that's the thing the depth of choice is the greatest part about craft beer you should be able to walk into a brewery for the most part, unless it's, you know, there's breweries that are specifically doing certain things. Um, that's not bad or good. Those are, that's good things. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yes, but um, you know what I, when I work at, so I work at Fox farm in Salem, Connecticut, and we right. have a column for European inspired beers. We have the hoppy American stuff in the middle, and then we do sours and then like, kind of a miscellaneous things that don't really, you know, like a porter or, you know, coffee stout or something. And there's depth of choice and people come in and they're like, oh, I like these beers. I like these flavors. Um, or people come in and be like, I don't like beer. And I'm like, yes, you do. And we're going to find, and people get really excited because hooray, there's actually a flavor that you really like. That's going to resonate in beer. Beer encompasses all flavors, all strengths, all styles. And it's literally a Beers for everyone. That's the that's the title of my first book. Also, yeah, I was, was going to say, wait, also, <laughs> also available for sale where yes. fine books are sold. Yeah, also with an exclamation point because <laughs> that's beer. That's the thing that makes me excited about beer. That's the thing that makes me go hooray because I don't know another beverage in the world. Maybe I guess maybe like tea or. Mm-hmm that can like really hit so many different types of flavors and kind of set the mood for so many different, you know, weekends, parties, going to the beach, going camping, like a beer has a place at the table in almost every situation. And I, that's what I really love about beer. This, the thing that I, the other thing that I like about this book is how approachable you make it. Um, and you, you talked about working at the brewery and people coming in and saying, I don't like beer, which 
again, I, I, I'm in a bubble a lot of the time, but it is still so weird to me that in 2022, there's folks who would say that, you know, only because they're, they're still probably thinking of beer as one style, you know, as a bad experience at younger age or just uh, overly bitter or underly bland or, you know, what, 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 whatever, whatever it is. Um, so much of your work centers around education, um, but inclusive education, you know, not just speaking to people who already have a base knowledge. How has that evolved in the last couple of years? So the, the way that you're speaking to, you know, non-beer people or the, you know, I don't like beer crowd. Well, a lot of people are visual learners. So it's really nice that, you know, it doesn't, it's not a huge book where it's like, oh, you don't like beer, read this really thick textbook. <laughs> it's, and they're going to go, I don't want that. Yeah. Whereas if it's visual, it's cartoon, it's simple. And that's what, you know, my website each weekday has a brand new beer style simple. There's flavors where I work with styles. There's, you know, food pairings, there's life pairings. Like I'm drinking a Blondale. What should I do with it? And then I'm like, oh, I don't know. Go to the beach or something. Um, <laughs> sure. It'll be great. We're, and then Friday. We're, we're going to talk about that in a yeah. minute, but yeah. Um, but that's the, so I don't know anything about beer. And then you put a picture in front of my face that looks like a child drew, drew it because I know my strengths and weaknesses when it comes to my art. And it's a, <laughs> definitely, uh, I've been drawing the same way since I was 11. That's not a joke. That's true. And, you know, it's easy for people to understand. And they go, oh, that's a mash tun. Oh, that's what a lager is. What's That's an ale. And if you kind of break it down and it's very easy for them to understand, because beer is incredibly complex. Um, you know, there's a lot of microbiology, culinary skills, science. It's it's It can be incredibly intimidating. I know... When I, I learn something new every day about beer and I'm still intimidated about, so like, please let us not talk about biotransformation. I have no idea. <laughs> um, I have read about it. I've read articles about it. I still am like, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I kind of get it. Um, and that's the thing is like, I'll know, I, I, I also know my own limits where if I'm going to put out something, it's going to be accurate. Um, there are a lot of beer books in this world that are not accurate Oh yeah, and people or they'll Google something like what's the difference between an ale and a lager. And like, I think the top thing is wrong. Like if you Google search it and uh -uh. so people are being fed like misinformation about beer. And so pints and panels is there to be like, Oh, you don't know anything about beer. Oh, you're wanna, you want to learn about beer or, you know, I don't know a lot about beer, but I'm, I'm curious or I don't like beer, but maybe I should. That's what Pines and Panels is for. It's easy to digest, understandable, good, clean fun. And that's that's what that's what I strive for every day. Accurate information. So you said you didn't want to talk about biotransformation, but let's talk Please, about I know, biotransformation. I know I was I know I was like um, I brought it up and I was like, crap. <laughs> I mean, it's it, as as longtime listeners know, it, it's something that I'm extremely passionate about. Um, Wait, no, seriously? I, no, okay. not even a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm passionate about it in the in the sense that like I admire it, I, um, but like I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really interesting. I was really fascinated about when I was reading about the cold IPA because I'm a huge cold IPA fan, 
uh, and... the India Pale Lager. No, no, <laughs> I know, I know. I just I love doing that to tweak people. Now. Well, I, I call well, yeah, because I did that. But first, I was like, oh, cold yeah. IPA. It's just an IPL, and people are just going to rebrand it. And then I actually did, you know. And then when I said that out loud, people were like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Like, let's do a little research, more research rather. And then, and that's what. The cold IPA is it's focusing on biotransformation, whereas like yeast, still active, free stuff, like getting new flavors out of hops, very end of fermentation. Like, I think it's fascinating. Yeah. I just the science of it, like I failed science. My chemistry teacher only <laughs> I'm this is serious. My chemistry teacher yeah, yeah. gave me a C plus and said, get out of my class. I, I just don't want to have to have you again. That's a true story. That's um, cool. so yeah, <laughs> cool. that is, yeah, that's why, uh, the science stuff. You go back to career day one of these days and, you know, I actually, it was my friend's mother, uh, who was like, <laughs> I don't want to have, which is it's the even funnier part. Um, yeah, I had a chemistry tutor. I had, uh, actually, uh, my chemistry tutor is, uh, Bill Schufelt's sister, Bill Schufelt, who owned athletic. From athletic. Yeah. His sister was my chemistry. Uh, I believe I always get their cut. I'm from a, t- a very small town. So there was a lot of like inner family things. Um, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, his sister and she, she was a great tutor, but I did not listen. <laughs> it just didn't sit. Just didn't. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I science, the science part of beer always scares me. Um, <laughs> you brought me down weird paths. Um, I know, I'm what sorry. I was, what I was trying to get at with biotransformation um, is, is not necessarily that. But because your work is visual, right? I was thinking about the way that I approach an article, right? I can go and talk to somebody and if they're knowledgeable, I can take their words and put it into hopefully an intelligent article that then explains to people what that person is trying to communicate or what the topic is trying to to, to be about. I, I feel like your work is so much harder because not only are you taking you know words or interviews or experiences but now you need to detail it visually and and i know how meticulous you are about getting details right um no matter how small and i i guess i the 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 question is you know how difficult is it to do visual education for relatively complex things that are often tried to be that are often explained simply for good or for bad it's not difficult because i'm a real nerd and i like doing the research i like you know looking up you know oh okay it's the saint martin's fair 1842 in the town of pilsen and everyone's enjoying uh joseph grohl's revolutionary new beer what would they look like that's fun that was fun like those are things that are fun to draw um adding that kind of detail is interesting and because i'm i'm enjoying myself so it's not difficult it's it's fun it's a nerdy aspect it's there's minutiae yeah that are that can be the science of it like okay how do i draw the the hardest thing to draw is um, the heavy science of it. So like alpha amylase, beta amylase, isomerization. How do you draw like 
one item turns into another item. Like, but you can't yeah. just you can't just like in the book in Hooray for Craft Beer, isomerization is literally there are squares and an arrow and then there's circles because they have transformed into something else. And that's you know, it's a it's very simple. Um it doesn't actually explain fully what those are, but you know, you try your best to to detail things that people go, oh, okay, I that's you know the conversion of starches to sugars in the mash tun. Um because that's the the science of beer when you get even like when people who are studying for let's say they're like advanced cicerone or like certified cicerone. I mean it's the stuff gets nitty-gritty, gets difficult. And so you got to make sure you'll be able to get it. And I hope that Pints and Panels achieves that. Um, I do a lot of research. Um, that's actually my favorite part is doing the work before the drawing and making sure yeah. that every, yeah, I love to, I'm a big nerd. I like to, you know, and there's certain books that I trust that I, like, I lean heavily on. Um, Tasting Beer by Randy Mosier is one of them. How to Brew yeah. by John John Palmer is another one where like those are books that I have deemed to be accurate and therefore I will use them um, to do my own work. And I'm always very open with like, here, here are my sources. Here are the things that I've read um, because I think the transparency with beer, like there are certain, like certain books that you read them and you're like, where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> um who told you that (laughs) and i don't i want to make sure like oh you you want to know where i got this from it's from this it's from this i bring the receipts and that's that's important to my work no that is the important part um but i yeah it's it's the striving for one making sure that you know your source material is accurate um and 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 learning along the way but just like i always feel like i connect with your the educational stuff a, 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 a lot better um, because I'm looking at the details of it. And I feel like I, I retain information a little bit better that way. And has that been a common experience, do you think, among your readers over the over the years? Oh, yeah. I get people. Uh, I just started translating some of my work into Spanish uh, with the help of a translator in Mexico. Because I actually Pines and Panels has a quite a large Central and South American following. Um, I've teamed up with the was it Cerveja y Malta, the set like the large like beer sommelier school in Blumenau and in Brazil. And I give them my work for free. And I say, here, you you know, this is a good teaching tool, translate into Portuguese. And they do, and they use it as it's, you know, my it's really interesting to see. and i also allow yeah someone just email me from france and they're like i teach beer in bars in france um what how much is it to use your work and i was like it's not it's free like i don't that's the thing um yeah. because it's easy for people to understand um and easy for people to gravitate towards if even if english isn't your first language yeah. um because everyone drinks beer i mean for the most part and so it's been really interesting to see how it's being used as a teaching tool. Like it's taught at Cornell <laughs> and like UC Davis, like, so the, cool. which is, and like Lu, the university in Leuven, I've gotten emails from them being like, Hey, can we, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, it's just, it's, 
it's an honor to have visual beer education be taught by and learn and teach people so much about beer. Um, it's, it's very humbling and makes me very happy that um, every, even doesn't have to be English speakers anywhere all over the world um, uses. I, someone in China is just, I asked if they could translate my work into Chinese and I said, yes. That's cool. um, so yeah, it's really, it's cool to see pints and panels as long as obviously as long as they credit pints and panels. Like, don't, yeah. please, don't, please don't steal my work. Yeah, don't steal, don't steal the work. <laughs> um, especially if you're being nice and just you know sharing it with with, with everybody. Yeah, it's, it's open. That's there's a visual beer education and there's a Spanish language one on, as well on my website that you want to learn about hops. You want to learn about anything? It's all free. Just take it. Like it's there. <laughs> learn, learn about beer. More with M. Souter of Pints and Panels in just a minute. But first, thanks to this episode's sponsor, and we hope you'll give them a closer look. This episode is brought to you by Highlight IPA from Cigar City Brewing. It's a bold, citrusy, and balanced India Pale Ale that involves six different hop varietals used generously and in a 7.5% ABV beer. Look for notes of orange peel, clementine, and light caramel to share the story and sunshine of Florida with beer lovers across the globe. Highlight IPA. Learn more at CigarCityBrewing.com. And now, back to my conversation with M. Souter, the author of the new book, Hooray for Craft Beer, which is now in stores and online. You, you went to school for cartooning. Um, did, did education, was that ever in the back of your mind? I mean, because I, I think of you as both now, uh, as, as an educator you know, and obviously a cartoonist. But w- was education part of the... Uh, you know, chemistry aside in high school, um, was that part of the? No, I never wanted to be a teacher. I thought being a teacher was like, that's a really hard, like when I meet people who are like elementary school teachers or high, any teacher, Oh yeah, no, I'm always like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's a couple yeah. of pints. Yeah. yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Sorry like, about the children. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's so there's, but I, I mean, there's other yeah. ways to educate outside of the classroom. I, yeah. I guess I'm saying, like, yeah. Like, well, Pints and Panels started as a rev- I, be, I reviewed beer. Yeah. Poorly. I remember. Um, no, not I poorly. I, no, no. Because there are some there are some reviews where I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I'm learning. You can watch the progression of like it's, me learning. <laughs> all right. There's got to be one in your mind that you wish you could forget of oh, those reviews. There's, 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 I, I've, I've mentioned it, I think before, or like I've talked about it a lot is there's a review of New England Brewing Company, Sea Hag mm-hmm. from 2011, where I'm like, this is trash. And I didn't know it was old because I didn't know that like, or like malt, I didn't know it was oxidized. And so I was just like this beer, why do people really like this beer? I don't understand. And I've gone to New England Brewing Company because I used to live near there. And I have yeah. like apologized to like everyone. That's why I'm like, I'm so sorry. And like, they're like, what you? and I, so I re-reviewed it. Um, and I like wrote a big apology because Sea Hag <laughs> is an excellent beer. It's so good. Yeah. Fresh, $10 a six pack. It's a great, just classic American IPA. It's great. I mean, I live in Connecticut. That's a Connecticut staple. Like you go to a bar and you're like, I want Sea Hack. Like, that's just a go to. Yeah. It doesn't and really make it outside of the, the nutmeg steak. No, their beer is, their New England breweries, they're, uh, they're actually, they're, re, they're moving and they're creating a much larger space. I oh, believe. really? Yeah. This is like so, their third space, right? This, yeah. The one that they're in right now is that, yeah. It's like behind God, that. I haven't August. been there in a decade. 
Yeah, yeah they're moving to West Haven. And okay. yeah, and Greg Radowich is their brewer. He's a sweet, nice man. Like they're a great company. Like the beers are great. The Elm City, City Pilsner is just like it's a solid brewery. Great, yeah. great brewery. And uh but yeah, I remember tearing them a new one, apparently, yeah. about an old can I bought in Boston <laughs> at a bottle shop. And like, I had no, I guess it was, and I was just, and I think about that a lot where it's like, hey, and it's actually a really good thinking about it in as like a good life lesson where a lot of people kind of jump to a conclusion without like digging down. And it's like, if I had known more about the age of the beer, where it came from, then I obviously wouldn't have reviewed it that way. So like right. before you're like, this stinks, you know, maybe you take a step back and like, you know, exa- examine the surroundings a little. Yeah. So that's something that's like, I think about, I don't review beer anymore. Um, really? That's not, that's beer. For the is site. Very, yeah. Yeah. And beer is also incredibly like it's very hyper local i found that you know oh these are these beers i like okay yeah my state can get them but no one else can um so it's uh, it's not something that i usually i've written some reviews for like the alcohol the website the alcohol professor but i usually Mm -hmm. review larger brands that easier to get yeah Yeah. easier to get so things that are meant to be transported and shelf stable and yeah. I did hop slam. That was the last one I reviewed, but I wanted okay. to talk about how like that beer is just like going back in time. You want to taste like, you want to taste 2006. It's yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Were you on the panel? We talked about this recently where uh, on steal this, where uh, back in the uh, all about beer review panel days, uh, Chris O'Leary was on one of the blind panels and I brought out hop slam and you might've been there that night. Um but Chris O'Leary of Brew York, New York, um, had had it, and he goes, "You know, this just this just tastes like a brew pub's double IPA from 1997." And I was that's like, it? "Yep, that's it. Like that, like, <laughs> you nailed it. Like between that and you calling a brown ale uh, that it smelled like a kindly old man. You love are, yeah. I I love that. Those are the two that stand out in my mind uh, from from those panels from from all those many many years ago. Those um, are good times." Uh, they were um, the, but you're judging beer now, you know, like you're, you I go do. to beer competitions, you get to go around the world and around the country and, 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 and review other beers. Um, how does drinking blind, how does being in those situations help guide your, your visual work? I love judging beer. I love judging competitions blind where you've no idea what they are. There's almost a, my, I judged the GABF. I want to say it was like 2018 and there was a beer that was so good, but it wasn't true to style. And you know, you, you can't find out what it was after the fact. So we almost gave it a medal just to find out what it was because it was so <laughs> good. And I think the director of ops for bells or I don't remember some like head brewer of a large regional was like, that's in what we can't do that. And we were all like, you're right. We can't. And we never found out what that beer was. And it was, phenomenal um and then we're like oh we'll give we'll give this beer this beer is good we'll give this bronze which was widmer <laughs> which i love um, like, like, or? Wh- wh- yeah yeah because yeah, it was american wheat that was the category 
<laughs> oh, the, the the inventor. Well, the inventor of the style. Yes, bronze medal for you. Um, Here's a participation trophy. Yeah, you did it. Proud Thanks for you. everything, Kurt and Rob. Yeah. Proud of you. Um, I, yeah, that was, I love, that was, a, that's the fun thing about judging competitions is you have no idea whose beer it is. You don't, you doesn't come with preconceived notions. It doesn't come with, oh, I know that brewery. I don't like them. Or, oh, this brewery is amazing. They, they can't do it. Like there's the bias is removed and everyone has that bias. And that's what I love about judging beer. But when I was studying for the advanced and the master Cicerone exams, I would have a local bottle shop make blind samples for me. And then I would like write down notes and it was just the surprise of, oh, this is what this is. Oh, oh, like, and it was just, it's fun. It's interesting. It changes your perception of what beer is. When you don't know what it is, everything is removed. And you just, you're there with the, the aroma, the flavor, how it looks, that's it. And it's just you and your thoughts. And it's fun. It's, it's really enjoyable. I love, I'm excited. I'm judging a fair amount of beer competitions. Not a, um, a few. I'm going to Mexico in June. Uh, I'm going to Brazil in October. I've never been to Brazil. So it's, it's exciting. Yeah. They got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. They got a lot. Of, they have a lot of beer and apparently a lot of good beer. And right, I'm very excited about it. It's an old Sinatra tune that nobody oh, knows. Okay. Yeah. I'm that, yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm, yeah, you but, kids today don't appreciate the American songbook in the way that, yeah. Um, all right. So. I want to talk about beer and life pairings because I am I am much in the same way that people read the Times wedding section uh, where they kind of hate read them. Like I feel like I go. Where are you going with this? (laughs) I feel like I go into your beer and life pairings like ready to be angry and to disagree. Be like that's ridiculous. Like that's that is the the like the the least plausible scenario to all of it. And then I read it, and I'm like, all right, that's that's I I I I get it. Like I'm sure that they're lovely people. These two people that are getting married, or you know that like what you've put together right there. But I feel like I go into it like beer and weather pairings. Like, okay, oh, let's see what M did this time. People- and that's like, yeah, no, I agree with it. People get very sensitive about the Bayer and baseball one was good gravy. <laughs> I can't believe the Padres weren't West Coast IP and they're at, they're at, they're so mad. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, there are no, you know, there are multiple right answers in beer. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Uh, I never take them. Like I never, people get very agitated about Beer, not beer in life, but the like other like beer and music. People were agitated about that one. Beer and sneakers. I've been, I, uh, yeah, I did a collaborate. So when I don't know anything, I don't know anything about sneakers. I just bought a pair of running sneakers actually a couple hours ago. Um, and because, and they are pink and they were the cheapest Adidas <laughs> in yeah. my size. I don't yeah. know anything about sneakers. Yeah. Um, it's a I brown just, shoe. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's a pink shoe. It says running on it. I'm going to use it. So people who are really into that, I usually yeah. collaborate. Um, for the beer and weather one, I, I forget who I asked. It was retweeted by our local weatherman, though, who loves beer for our sure. local NBC affiliate, which made me very happy. Um, but yeah, if someone has like, oh, I know sneakers. And so they do their pairing or I've done... Um, 
there's um, someone I follow on Twitter and they love NCAA basketball. So I was like, hey, can you come up with the pairings? And I never am like, why would you do that? It's always like, that's what they think. And that's their thought. And so I'll draw it. And that's how I, you know, beer and weather was like, okay, hurricane, hurricanes are strong. What would I want to sustain me during a hurricane slash make me le- less scared slash what's a beer that's similar to a hurricane? And I was like, okay, well, a double IPA because that's big and bold. Um, and so there's, and it's a lot that goes into it. So like lighter beers for beer and life pairing, I'll be like, you know, I think of some, I think of the seasonality of it. Yeah. I mean, you can drink, you know, beer all year round. That's no big deal. But, uh, you know, if I'm at the beach, what do I want? If I'm hiking, if I'm working out, if I'm this, you know, some of them are like, and some of them are just like, I don't know, a Belgian double and church bells. Cause sure. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Church bells are nice. No, I get it. I just, I feel like sometimes you have like just post-it notes on a wall and it's just throwing darts. Well, so, so how it, how it is, is I have the style and then I have like well over a hundred life pairings drawn and I just scroll through them and I go, oh yeah, that would work. And that's how I do it. And that's how that's, it's not like I, I do meditate and think about it. No, I, I'm not saying that you're being flip about yeah. any of this, although I, I will, mean, it's, but it's like, beer, but it's beer in life. Like, you know, yeah. there, and I, and I always preference it is there are no wrong answers. Like I might disagree though, because I am looking I, as you were saying this, I pulled this up and beer and baseball teams, part three on your website, pinesandpanels.com, which went up April 21st, 2022, the brewers you pair with light lager. That makes sense. Miller light, you know, yeah. it's the originator of the style. Um, the Cardinals, American light log or American lager that makes sense. St. Louis Budweiser, the Royals, obviously with Kansas City and Boulevard and Tank Seven. Um, I, I can get behind that. Um, there's you know a, a few others in here. Giants, uh, the San Francisco Giants and Steam Beer. Of course, that makes sense. Um, the Padres and Vienna Lager. I I, I kind of have to agree with the good I, people of San Diego. Like, where's the pale ale? Well, I was thinking of like its relation to Mexico, its population. It's that's what I was thinking of with Fanta Lager. It was like it's a that's what I was thinking. I think it's a stretch. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I mean, West Coast IPA. Yeah, does West is West Coast IPA also a right answer? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, there are I, many right answers in beer. That right. is, I say that a lot, and it's <laughs> you know. Padres and Vienna Lager, yeah, I want to drink it. I'm not trying to stress you out. I'm just like I, I feel like I feel like the good people, people of no, San but Diego like, have have they were have educated about for, that, and that's that's yeah. fine. They're allowed. They're allowed yeah. opinions. That's you know, yeah. Come, come at her, San Diego. They already did. Okay. <laughs> Do it again. Um, West Coast, West Coast is actually that's maybe a better choice. You're right. Yeah, you know, I just, can change it. I can change it. It was also like, you know, Seattle's porter because it's rainy and like, what would I want? I want a porter. You know, that's also you think of like, yeah, it's Vienna Lager is really refreshing. It's nice and warm and dry down there. Like, I like Vienna Lagers. Yeah. You know, should have been West Coast IPA, maybe. Okay. Can't be. I mean, can't, Ro- yeah. I mean, Rockies, and you're saying U.S. Pilsner. I mean, it's I the stadium of- is literally down the street from Beerstadt, which is all German pills. 
I was thinking of like Coors Batch 19. All right. Oh, yeah. Is that that's the one? Is that the one where they had marketing stuff of like, hey, our basement flooded and we found an old uh, recipe? I, I think that's, the- yeah, I think it was that they're like, they're, they're American pills, like they're like pre prohibition. They're pre pro, yeah. Yeah. But there was, was really- a marketing was- story behind it of something flooded and we found a hundred year old piece of parchment with ink in this flooded basement and we recreated this recipe for you. And it was sure. this, sure, like that makes sense. Like, let's go with that. Um, See, I started off by talking about celebrating beer and how I was excited. And I I just defaulted to snarky again. That's fine. No, it's not. I, 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 you know, it's, I want to be happier about things. But beer, beer breeds a lot of opinions. Yes. Sometimes those are very strong opinions. Uh, and they don't have to be strong. You know, a lot of people, people like what they like. There's certain things they don't like. Um, so it's, 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 you know, that's the thing. Again, there's a lot of right answers. Do you have an unpopular opinion about beer that is a hill you're willing to die on? Oh, man. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I, I do generally believe that everybody likes beer and that people who say they don't like beer just haven't found the right beer yet. Yeah. That's not really like a hill that I will, you know, um, no, I mean, I just try to keep it. Pens and panels is all about, you know, positivity, teaching people about beer and like celebrating beer. I remember, um, someone was talking about like Michael Jackson and they were like, he celebrates beer. And I took that as kind of like, kind of when he would talk about beer, he would always talk about the good for the most part. I'm sure that's yes. not, I mean, for the most I've heard, part. I've heard stories of he, he was sometimes of the school of you don't have, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. And that was more devastating to a lot of brewers than mm-hmm. him saying, you know, this is not good. Yeah. That's tough when uh, when someone asks if they if you like their beer and it's it's that's a tough. Yeah, I don't I don't like being in those situations, but mm-hmm. you know I I will I'll answer honestly. Yeah, because it's important. Yes, I mean, it's uncomfortable, but yeah. it's important to be honest. And you know that's what Pines and Mail stands for: honesty, education, accuracy, and positivity. You know, and you can be a positive, critical person um it's not gonna you know it's tough but you know when you judge beer and you have a beer that's not good and you have to write the notes that like hey this isn't good or like and you could do it in a nice way though you don't have to be rude you can say hey you know and give instruction that's in when you judge homebrew competitions you are required to tell someone oh yeah hey this is the score i gave you this is why i gave it to you and then if you know Hey, if your mash temperature was a little higher, hey, maybe you shouldn't use so many like you know dark malts, and your astringency is a little high. What was your sparge temperature? That's um, those are really important feedback that people you know are not they're going to like it at first, but it's important to you know you're helping people. Yeah, you know, being critical can be helpful. I love I- it. 
<laughs> I know. I mean, it. I, I do. I, I, it's, you know, I think, you know, people see criticism and they can only see the bad side in it, but if it's coming from the right place or if it's coming from, uh, an expert or a thoughtful person or somebody who actually knows what they're talking about, an educator, um, it's important to listen to. Uh, you mentioned earlier uh, that you're giving away a lot of uh, your educational materials uh, for, for folks who are asking, which I think is really nice. Um, but you are running a small business, and I want to point out that you do sell glassware on your website, Pints and Pals, I do. I have- uh, as well as commissions, which I know we've talked about on this show and other shows in the past. But I want to remind people that that's how you pay the bills, and they should be supporting you by by doing that. Yes, thank you. Yes, I've got an online store. I do yeah, commissions. I do. I do have a new glass coming um, that'll be on sale next week. Do you but, like selling merch? Has this been fun for you? Uh, I do. the 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 wrapping of glassware and the buying of um, the amount of paper I go through. Uh, and plastic stresses me out a little just from an environmental standpoint. Sure. Um, but it's fun to, you know, mail uh, posters to Australia or can't, you know, seeing where the things go, uh, stickers, pins, glass. I'm shocked at how popular glassware is. That's not something that oh, yeah. I, I ever thought that I would get into, but you told me to, and I listened to you and I'm glad that I did. I know, but everybody is buying your glassware and I have shelves and shelves, not really, uh, but I have like a, I have a whole box of this week in Ralk beer glasses sitting here waiting for a nice home. Someone should buy them. I love yeah, I, I drank I drank a Doppelbach. It was not smoked, but I drank a Doppelbach out of that glass on set, on Sunday night. I'm honored. Yeah. Your your pint, uh, your uh, hops, uh, Willie Betcher's uh, um, my go to. Up in the kitchen these days. Nice, so, that's good. So. Yeah, look at the, the, look at us being nice to each other. I, well, I, like, I mean, we are I, friends. I was yeah. gonna say we are. We are. <laughs> no, <friends. laughs> it would be weird if we were not nice to each other. That would be. Uh, yeah, that would be a weird friendship. <laughs> All right. I have been asking folks on the show uh, for the last I don't know how long now. Um, uh, final question, and okay. it's based in. Um, I don't think I did this when you and Don were on the show last year. Did I, did I ask you the good place question? I don't believe so. No. Okay. Yeah. I think I might've started it after uh, you and Don Tess were on the show last year. Um, The premise is this April and I uh, were watching the good place again, uh, which is a lovely, lovely show. It's a great show. Lovely show. All right. So you're familiar with it. Um, In the, in the final season, there's the concept of the green door. So if such a door was around on this plane of existence and you could finish this conversation and walk through a green door and be at any pub uh anywhere in the world or any brewery with anybody that you wanted where would you go who would you be with and what would you want in your glass oh man I instantly I love that you don't listen to the show regularly enough to know that this question was coming no, I have no. Yeah, I don't. Um, Sorry, I don't listen to podcasts either. I, I host like say, I five of them, and I don't listen. I can't. To yeah, I don't uh, really. That's beer, fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not no, you. I'm I'm giving it's you stall you. time so you can come up with a really good answer. It's not you. It's me. Um, 
The first place that comes to mind is my favorite bar in Brussels, which is Ala Mortsubit, because it's mm. just full of like old ladies reading the newspaper and really rough staff. And I love that just the Jesus out of that bar because they have Cine Blonde on draft. Mm-hmm. And I love and because I love that Cine Blonde glass because it's just a ripoff of the Chimay glass. And I love it. Um, I spent actually, I met Chris O'Leary there from Brio. We were yeah. like, he was there. I was there. My husband was there. Matt was there. Um, I, I love that bar so much. I've been there a bunch. I'm trying I really enjoyed. I had a really good pub experience in Sheffield. I know I'm just like naming all the, like, I don't know. Like, well, it's just one. I, I mean, you can yeah. go to multiple places, but. Yeah, yeah. I I think it, I haven't been back to Belgium since 2019. Yeah, I was there in November of 19. I was yeah. there in February of 19. I'm going next year for my 40th birthday. It's exciting. Yeah, we're going to Belgium. Um, I don't like. There's, there's a trip that Alamortsebi would be up there, but I okay. think about. I was supposed to go to Bamberg. In March of 2020, obviously, you pander into the right crowd. That did not happen, and yeah. I love the idea of like late March Schlankerla with. I was supposed to go with a bunch of my like advanced master cicerone pals, and just and then I would obviously want my husband there too because yeah. he's he's in the other room and he he's, he can listen, he can hear me. But I would also love to spend time with him because yeah. I love him very much. Uh, <laughs> he's a very important part of my life. Um, he just he went to come into the room, but he did not. Okay, <laughs> get mad on the show. That's fine. It's yeah. I love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's agitated. All right. Uh, well, I okay. Mean, no. All right. Yeah, we're, um, we're spiraling, so I'm gonna let no, you go okay, in a second. No, but yeah. All right. No. Uh, I want winter in Bomberg. That's what I would want at okay. Schlankerla. I've never okay. been. I bet that just sounds really nice. And I okay. want, I want my husband there. And then That's I want, right. my, and I want my best friends, Rob and Max and Shane to be with me, who are my advanced master Cicerone pals, and who I love very, very much. And that's where I want. I've, I'm sure that I've never been to Schlankerla. I'm assuming it's the magical fairy tale land. I uh, picture it. And I would, it like is. To yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's on my bucket list as well. But yeah, I, yeah, I was supposed to go, but you know, pan, pandemic, stupid pandemic, it's worst ruined, yeah, ruined everything. Well, no, actually, yeah, I mean, no, I, I wish it didn't kill all those people. That sucks. Not laughing at the death. I'm no, sorry. Oh, okay. I should have ended it when I said we we're spiraling, but yeah, and then I, and then I, yes. and then I had. To- <laughs> Um, Hooray for craft beer An illustrated yeah. guide to beer is available now where books are sold. Uh, everybody should go and get a copy and read it and then put it on a shelf and then pull it off again and, and, and read it and keep put it coming behind back the to toilet. it time and time. And, sure. That's what I really, that's what I tell people the pints and panels books are great for like behind the toilet. You can open it to any, you don't have to read it beginning to end, open it to any page and you'll learn something. So Em, thanks for being on the show this week. Thank you for having me, John. What is your favorite beer and life pairing? Tell me about it. You can email me. It's John Hall. That's J-O-H-N-H-O-L-L at beeredge.com. Or you can get with me on Twitter at John underscore Hall. 
Reminder, go check out BeerEdge.com for our This Week in Rauch Beer and Defend Pilsner merch and follow along on social media at The Beer Edge. Of course, This Week in Rauch Beer is also online. The Facebook group is easy to search and on Twitter and Instagram, it's at TWRaukBeer. We're able to bring you the show each week thanks to the companies that want to support independent journalism in the beer space. If you'd like to learn more about our surprisingly affordable rates, please reach out to sponsor at BeerEdge.com. And speaking of that, this episode is brought to you by Cigar City Brewing. Native to the Basque region of Spain, the game of High Lie involves players launching a ball from a curved mitt in an attempt to outsmart and outmaneuver their opponents on a court called a fronton. Native to Tampa, Florida, High Lie IPA is a bold, citrusy, and balanced India Pale Ale that involves six different hop varietals used generously in a 7.5% ABV beer. While the number of frontons in the brewery's home state has dropped since the sport's peak in the mid-1980s, Cigar City Brewing pays homage to the sport and the dedicated players and patrons who kept this Florida tradition alive with its flagship ale. Look for notes of orange peel, clementine, and light caramel to share the story and sunshine of Florida with beer lovers across the globe. Learn more at CigarCityBrewing.com. And also, if you're into it, my new book, The Craft Brewery Cookbook, is now available for pre-order online wherever you get your books. Packed with recipes and stories from some of the best breweries in the country, this cookbook has all of your beer and food pairing needs covered in fresh and inventive ways. Organized into chapters according to beer type, including hoppy ales, lagers and pilsners, wheat beers, and Belgian-style ales, this cookbook will help you discover each beer's style and flavor profile and how it pairs with the accompanying recipes. Published by Princeton Architectural Press, it releases on May 10th, so pre-order now wherever books are sold. Final reminder, check out the Beer Edge podcast with Andy Crouch. Steal This Beer has new episodes every Monday, and the BYO Nano podcast comes out on the 15th of every month, so please tune in. On this show, Mitch Weber, he does the music, Jeff Quinn designed our logo, and I'm John Hall. New episodes release every Wednesday, and that's when I'm going to be back again to drink beer and to think beer.